welcome to the Parenting from the Heart podcast with me, Laura Linklater, the podcast for thoughtful, conscious-minded parents who want to unlock the dream parent inside of them and show up for themselves and for their children from a place of love and joy. A quick note, this podcast used to be called the Parenting from the Heart podcast, so any recordings before August 2021 start with welcome to the parenting from the heart podcast you are in the right place it's just that it's now changed its name to the cycle breaker parents unite podcast enjoy just before we get started I want to extend a very special invitation to you to join us over on Facebook on this cycle breaker parents unite group the links are all in the show notes so you don't need to worry about remembering it I am running a five-day free workshop called own your parenthood and you are so welcome to join us Hello and welcome to episode four of the Conscious Parenting Podcast and we are so happy to have you here and I say we because today I have a special guest who is Josh Peck. Hi Josh. Hello, very nice to be here. <laughs> it's very exciting because very exciting. it's it's very interesting that Josh and I uh, have met through through being parents ourselves and through also running our businesses as coach. Well, Josh is a coach, and as you know, that I'm a, a parenting mentor. So we have bonded over both sides of managing our own work life balance and also just just being cool people I think so I want to introduce Josh a little bit because the reason he popped into my mind is that this week we've had a bit of chatter on the Facebook group which is Cycle Breaker Parents Unite so you're always welcome over there and I asked a question earlier on this week just simply hi guys what feels difficult this week and two people within seconds had responded I'm not managing work and life at the moment. I'm struggling with with supporting my husband and also having my own job and having the children at home. And and it started off this whole slew of comments of people who are struggling with work-life balance. So of course, Josh popped into my mind because Josh is a life and career coach and he specializes in helping parents to change up their careers so that they get to do the work that they love and have the work-life balance this is the goal isn't it this is what we all want me as a parent and as a mentor who works with other people this is what everybody says we want to be fulfilled in work yes and we want to have that balance where we feel like we're showing up at home so Josh please tell us a little bit more about what you do and what is your advice for parents listening to this who just want to be the best they can be Sure. Well, listen, thank you very much for having me. It's it's a really nice match, I think, between kind of conscious parenting and work-life balance, because the thing that generally brings people to me is a real sense that because of the pressures of work, they're not able to be the kind of parent they want to be at home. So they feel like they're failing at work because they just can't kind of cope with everything that's on, on their plates there. And, and they're also failing at home. So that sense of kind of double failure of not being able to be the conscious parent, like really kind of meeting their kids where they are because of all the other pressures that, that, that tends to bring people to working with me. And the work I do, I, I also am a life and career coach. I'm not a kind of pure career coach because actually this is, for me, it's about life. It's about kind of creating the life that you want um, to lead 
and work being an important part of that so I don't tend to work with people who don't want to work I tend to work with people who are really passionate about working about having a really positive impact on uh, in the world and on their families through their work but who are struggling to kind of make those two bits fit together yeah it's interesting because when you do a job that you really love you want to throw your whole self in but at the same time when you love your family as much as as everybody listening to this does and we do you want to be all in at home as well and it's such a difficult balance isn't it it's really hard and you know I this is my second career my first career for 20 years was as a um, was in politics I was an elected councillor and um, worked for a big communications agency and I just got to the point after my husband and I adopted our two kids where I just couldn't make it work I did did two jobs that I loved but they were two big full-time jobs in their own right and I just wasn't being able to be the kind of present just even kind of physically present let alone emotionally present parent that I wanted to be so so I really kind of stepped back and kind of took a long hard look at, at what I wanted to what I wanted to do and how I wanted to kind of live my life and this is this is my solution and so it's a real joy and pleasure to be able to help people find their own solutions to making work-life balance really work for them. Oh, it's amazing. So what what would you say to I don't want you to give away all your secrets, of course. And <laughs> and of course I will put in the in the show notes there will be ways that you can contact Josh afterwards. So don't worry about rushing away to get a pen and paper because that's always there. But what would you say to somebody who is, you know, right now and they're they're at I call it hair on fire moment, you know, when they're just yeah. like I just don't know what to do and they're close to quitting or maybe they've you know lost it and yelled at their child as as you know so many of us do sometimes because that is part of being a human but they're seeing or or feeling that there's not a way out and they can't see the next step yeah and I would say like almost everyone I work with when I first start working with them often there's a lot of tears often there's a lot of sense of shame of failure of desperation because People generally, by the time they start working with me, have tried to sort it out themselves for quite a long time. And they've got to the point of thinking, you know what, I just I think I'm the problem. I think I'm not up to it. And so the first thing I would say to people is you are not the problem. The way that we work, the way we're expected to work is the problem. It's 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 never you like your (laughs) <laughs> the the demands on working parents are such that it is almost impossible to make it work and to make it work in the way that we want to without making some changes to how we work so you know i i talk about career change and when i when i say career change that's that's a spectrum from kind of changing your career in its most total terms and doing something totally new but also changing up how how you work in your current career so for some people it's about a total uh, total change and for others it's about changing things up and so you know the what I'm going to talk about can apply to to either option and, and everything in between but I'm really not like my kind of base starting point is fiddling around the edges doesn't doesn't really work and so the things that people tend to do family so-called family friendly hours huh um (laughs) trying to get more productive like really focusing and cutting out all the distractions like that stuff not only does it tend not to work it also tends to make things worse so you know when you do a four day tried it and it's not worked and that's worse yeah exactly and you know you so you work a four-day week or you work core hours or whatever my experience and the experience of almost everyone I work with is you don't get any less work you just get less time and less less pay so you're doing four days a week and still doing a five day uh, five day a week um, job 
And also because you have to be super productive, super organized, you get this reputation for being the person who can handle everything. So you get piled all the more on um, anyway. So actually all that stuff, I think, just can put you in a real vicious cycle of just doing more and more and more in less and less time. So my, I have a kind of five principles I work with, um, with working parents to kind of get that balance back on track. And the first is really about sitting down and getting really clear on what good work-life balance looks like for you. And when I say for you, I mean for you and not for the system, because the system is set up on the basis of a five-day working week, eight-hour working day. There is nothing that says that's the right amount of time to work. In fact, yeah. there's a and huge... And actually so many of us, we are still trying to please everybody around us by thinking first of, oh, but what about work? But what about work? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And there's a that eight hour day you know is is the result of a hard-won compromise from trade unions who were kind of trying to negotiate down um the working day that had been set as kind of basically every daylight hour um by kind of rich men in the industrial revolution so that that's already a compromise that doesn't really work for anyone but um there's a lot of research that shows actually we're able to do really deep focused productive work for about four hours of the day so uh, my starting point is always like what does great work-life balance look like for you like what time do you want to get up how quickly or otherwise do you want to be out of the house in the morning do you want to spend like relaxed time with your kids getting them set up for the day and then once they've gone be able to draw breath do some yoga read a book whatever before starting work how what time do you want to finish do you want to be social socializing during the day like really doing a bit of blue skies thinking about what does your ideal working day and week and month and year look like do you want to be off for all the school holidays you know all of that kind of stuff because we generally start from the point of what can I kind of grab back around the edges of the eight hour it's never eight hours right so it was nine or ten hours of, of that kind of working day but actually when you sit down and you think actually what does it really look like for me you can at least start from the point of okay I know I know what I want and I know what it looks like and that's so it's that's the kind of I do point. I do something similar but you know different because I, I focus more on the relationships on the family relationships and we talk about what what do you want the same thing the the allowing yourself to dream the blue skies thinking and yeah. initially it's often quite it's almost painful because we, you talked about societal constraints of, you know, of work and what it looks like. We have been very well trained, haven't we? To think a certain way (laughs) and to expect that we deserve and are able to achieve only a certain amount. And it takes great courage to say, actually, no, I'm not going to subscribe to that. I'm going to do it differently. Yeah. I mean, this is the patriarchy in in operation, right? This is like (laughs) taking your life and squeezing it into a container that kind of suits big corporations essentially and you know whether you you know whether you subscribe to that view of the world or not like it's really clear to me that that the way we work is not about what's best for us as parents and as people and as human beings but about our kind of employers and you know and uh, with my own business now you know I kind of understand that perspective as well but it's a great it's best to have the starting point of actually what works for you and to, to be really clear about that absolutely the second point, and then this, you know, this speaks to, speaks to the point that you just made, is that particularly for working parents, particularly for people who've like worked really hard in their twenties, got successful, and then in their thirties they start to set, settle down, and then they've had their kids. By your kind of forties, by your what you know used to be called midlife, when you've kind of your life has been turned upside down, most people I work with have kind of lost track a little bit of who they are, 
And so my second point is always like to get back in touch with your identity, with your soul, you know, really connect with your values, your purpose, because part of the exhaustion of that grind of work-life balance being out is often doing work that doesn't feel valuable, doing work that, that you know, you loved in your 20s and, you know, was giving you a great salary and great holidays and all that kind of stuff in your 30s. But by, the, by your 40s, you think, God, there's got to be more to life than this. You know, often when I speak to people like that, just the love has kind of gone out of it. And so... You know, it feels emotionally draining because you're having to put a lot of emotional energy into doing something that just doesn't feel right for you anymore. So spending some time, again, you know, first of all, getting getting in touch with like what great work life balance looks like for you. But then secondly, getting in touch with actually what impact you want to have on the world. What do you want your working life to be about? What do you want to be proud of when you look back on your career in later life? What are your values? There's often a big disconnect between values and where and the job you're doing you know because yeah and that that yeah. cognitive dissonance is is a really awful place to be isn't it when you yeah, know you exhausting. want to have that impact but you feel that you're trapped on the you know the treadmill because you have to pay off the mortgage you have to pay yeah. off your student loans or whatever it's yeah, it's exactly. a really horrible place to be and actually some of us end up in it for for decades it's yeah, and, and often we can feel deeply uncomfortable about work and be really unclear about why that is. And so, it, you know, I love doing work around values and purpose with people because we kind of think we know what our values are, but often we're not particularly clear on it because they change. They evolve over time as, as we change. And so often we find that a job that really spoke to us in our earlier career, that spoke to us in our earlier career, no longer does because we've changed and our values have changed so when you get help people just really get clear on what their values what their purpose what their passions are now they suddenly notice that their job's in one place and they're in another place and that 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 kind of gap between is the dissonance that that discomfort that they feel so getting really clear on actually what do you want this life to be about career life more generally is one of the steps to putting in place really good work-life balance I'm nodding. Third... I know you can't see me, but I'm nodding away. <laughs> I'm sure the, the everybody third... at home is nodding as they, you know, they're going on their run or whatever they're doing with their earbuds in. Well, one of the one of the great things about this is when you talk to people about it, like you can see the kind of scales falling from people's eyes because, like, we just like when do we ever stop to think about this stuff? We just kind of plow on, particularly when you have kids. You just have to. It's that triangle of kind of work, school, home, work, school, home, work, school, home. You know, and you you just you just often don't have the chance to take a breath. And so actually when you talk about this stuff, you, you, you can see people's shoulders drop because it, it becomes obvious. It becomes obvious why life is feeling like such a grind. But unless you take that time to actively work at it, you just carry on as you are. And so, yeah, it's, it's really lovely to, to see that connection with people. It must be amazing seeing um, the, the growth of the people that you work with by the, you know, the end of your time together. Wow. <laughs> Well, it's actually often in the first or second session that you see these huge, one of the reasons I love being a coach is like, unlike therapy, which can, you know, take a long time to work, like coaching that does a very different thing, but it can, the transformation can be really immediate. And I love the stories from the clients I work with of just how big their transformations are kind of almost each week, you know, you can just yeah. see. It's surprising. Um, it doesn't always take that much. It's just that nudge in there not even the right direction that, that nudge to to be allowed to find your own direction <laughs> yeah because it's all about insight right and you can get a flash of insight in a split second and that insight can change how you see the world and once once that happens 
you know, the, the transformation is, is massive. So it's, it's great. And in fact, the, the third thing I was going to talk about is all about that insight, because the third thing for me about great life, work-life balance is working out what your superpowers are. We all have these things that are superpowers, that things that come to us so naturally that we can do them almost without effort to really, really high quality. We can, we can do things that have amazing impact with very little effort so whether it's we're a great communicator whether it's um we're brilliant at analyzing figures or working with kids whatever it is we all have this set of superpowers that we can bring to work really effortlessly and because they're so effortless often we don't recognize them as skills because we just think they're who we are and because we think they're who we are we don't value them because they think we haven't worked them we haven't learned them they're just kind of natural and so we kind of discount them and underuse them but actually when you're really clear on your superpowers and you're really and you really apply them fully into your job and you kind of build your job around around it you can not only have massive impact in small amounts of time so in that four hours of deep focus work you can kind of do more in a week than other people do more in a day than other people do in a week but you can also do that without totally draining yourself so getting really clear on what your superpowers are can be a real like leap forward for people because you can you can just apply yourself in a way that's easy but also has massive impact yeah i'm still nodding <laughs> this is amazing and then there are two there there are two there are two kind of underpinning principles to these you you said i was going to give three things i'm going to give five so i can abuse my time um (laughs) um, the other two are work-life balance isn't about time management it's about boundary management it's about what you say yes and what you say no to and so really essential to that is really kind of radical self-esteem really really understanding that whether or not someone likes or loves you is all about them and not at all about you that you are always 100% lovable from the moment you're born you have that capacity to be loved and that never that never goes so whether or not someone likes or loves you whether or not someone thinks your work is great or not whether or not someone thinks your face fits for an organization is 100% about them and when you can really accept that and really accept yourself for who you are in this moment right now as as well as who you're becoming then you can just be much more relaxed about that thing you talked about earlier about desperately wanting to please through the work you do most of us or a lot of us and I include myself in this in the past but you know I still still work on it now most of us try to show we're value, valuable we're lovable we're likable by the work that we do so we try to make ourselves have value in life by how we work by the value we create because in fact all of us are just intrinsically valuable just in being ourselves if we never worked again if we never gave any more value out into the world through the work we do we would still be 100 percent worthy and valuable this is oh it's absolutely chiming with with so much of the work that I do with cycle breaker parents because they want to show their children this this is how they want their children to be raised and to grow up knowing that they have the intrinsic value but they didn't have that upbringing themselves so they were for want of a better word trained or socialized or you know given this this view that in order to gain love from somebody I must do this. I must get the good grades. I must be good at sport. I must, I must be praiseworthy or I must make them happy to avoid you know, them being unhappy with me. 
And so we do so much work around things like radical self-esteem and radical compassion and for forgiveness of those people who sometimes they didn't know any better. They were just carrying yeah. on with the way that society has gone, you know, from Victorian times, even before where yeah. we are judged. Well, I say rightly or wrongly, it's wrong, isn't it? We're, we're judged by our output. And actually yeah. that's not true because we are intrinsically an end in ourselves. No human is a means to an end. And yeah, when we exactly. that, like you said, you realize, you know, maybe a, an organization does say no, or you, you have what might previously have felt like a rejection. And actually it's not about us. <laughs> it's about the other yeah. people and their stuff that they're carrying around. Yeah I, so I like to, yeah, I like to tell a pineapple story, which is, you know, I hate pineapple. My daughters, my <laughs> husband love pineapple. But the fact of me hating it and them loving it doesn't change that pineapple one little bit. It still tastes and smells and feels and looks like a pineapple. It is as much a pineapple, whether or not you love it or you hate it. And we are exactly the same. We are ourselves and perfect in all of our perfection and imperfection, whether or not someone else likes us. But we take so much pressure into our careers to want to be liked, to want to be good, yeah. to want to be all that kind of stuff. And, and, so, and it is radical. It is actually, it's a bit depressing in a way, but it is radical to say, actually, no, my value comes from inside me, not from yeah. what other people say and how they yeah. treat me. Yeah. And when you really believe that, and hey, that's a lifetime's work, right? To really, you know, absolutely. That is the work, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. But when but that's you... how we treat our, that's how we raise children in that yeah. way is by showing them we must live it. Otherwise, yeah. they won't learn it fully from us. Yeah, we play a little game with our daughters where we tell them we love them and then we say, why do we love you? And we list out all the reasons we might love you because you're beautiful, because you're clever, because you're funny. And, you know, they know and they get very bored of this game. But, you know, they know the answer is no, it's none of those things. It's because you're you exactly as you are. And I still that game. <laughs> oh, it's, I mean, I stole it from someone else. But yeah, it's <laughs> great. I mean, it's, um, you know, they get really bored. But, you know, it's, it's because you repeat these things again and again, they start to sink in. Right. But how often do we do that to ourselves? How often... <laughs> Do we say to ourselves that we are just lovable because of who we are, not because of how we look, yeah. not because of how good a parent we are, not because of how good we are at work? And so, you know, you have to you have to be working on that to be able to have the I, boundaries. I remember doing my own coaching where I, I was invited to have a mirror and to tell the me in the mirror, I love you. Mm -hmm. And I couldn't do it. Yeah. It's like 35 years old and I really couldn't do it. And, it, and it and I can do it now and I believe it and I know it, but it, it was a surprising amount of work <laughs> to get there. Yeah. 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 And all of this stuff, like when you're growing, when you're expanding, when you're developing, whether it's at work or in your own business, whatever, all this stuff becomes even more painful, right? Because you're, you're making yourself vulnerable. So, yeah. you know, you, it can, it can be actually really hard to do it this time, but it, yeah, I mean, it is life changing. It's worth it. Kind of, it certainly is. It certainly is. And the fifth, the fifth thing, is really about. Um, I call it stars, like shooting for the stars, because so many of the people I work with have had dripped into their ears since they were very small that they have to be humble, that they have to not have sharp elbows, that they have to know their place. You know, for good reason. But but it's just a message that you're not you're not able to dream really big and you know life is limitless right you know what is what we can uh, money is literally unlimited money won't make you happy but it can it can enable you to do a whole lot of stuff that that can frankly make work-life balance a lot easier and bring a lot of joy and pleasure to you and other people but also like your ability to say I want to be the biggest possible version of myself not out of ego not out of a sense of that will make me valuable but because 
when I am being the biggest version of myself possible, then I can bring the most value then I can, you know, I can achieve my real potential. So we, I do a lot of work around the mindsets that hold people back from just wanting to be like as big as they want to be and earn as much as they want to earn. Because, you know, even even as I'm talking, saying this now, I can imagine people recoiling a little bit and, and, and thinking, oh, no. I, I don't want that you know enough is enough you know I don't want to be we haven't we have this really strong message that you can either do good or you can earn money you can either yes. be successful or you can be a good person yes, and, and it's only when we examine it really really examine it we realize oh wait that's not true yeah exactly we have we have a very <laughs> binary view of yeah exactly most of us have a really binary view of this stuff so actually setting yourself free to say you know what I would love to be whatever it is and I would love to be able to you know have millions in the bank because I would be able then to you know have a lifestyle where I can do these things and where I can help out family or whatever you know and and actually accept that that doesn't make you a bad person you know and that yeah, is... do you know it's, it's interesting it's one of the things that when when I, I post on my you know my social media and in the the cycle breakers Facebook group one of the things that always gets the biggest uh the biggest response is when I share the story of how we came to be living in Vietnam and world schooling and we quit our jobs and followed our dreams and 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 people are so interested in that and I get so many private messages and and I just say well you can do it too I'm just a normal person (laughs) you just have to allow yourself to do it and then yeah and make a plan yeah exactly and and it is available to you like you said it's limitless we are limitless and so is life it is and so when you allow yourself then a whole bunch of stuff just becomes available to you and that doesn't that doesn't you know can get to be easy right that can get to just like welcome it in it can take work but but you know so yeah those those for me are the kind of five things like that structure of what work-life balance looks like for you like really connecting with your soul being clear on your superpowers really radical self-esteem and then really shooting for the stars those five things and look sometimes you might need to like totally change your career to really get 100% of all of those and then other times you can make adjustments within what you're doing now to to kind of uprate those but those five things for me are the kind of fundamentals to really life-changing work-life balance and the things that I kind of work on and with the people I work with oh Josh thank you so much you've given us so much food for thought I'm sort of I've got a bit of a dazed expression on my face I can tell you because I'm (laughs) I'm I'm plowing through it all and processing it going oh wow it's amazing Thank you. Um, where can people get in touch with you? So um, my website is www.yourbestlifeuk.com. <laughs> Good website. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's in the like, show notes, was... everybody, by the way. Don't don't worry about writing it down. <laughs> yeah, my business is called Your Best Life because it is about, you know, just really living your best life. Being really clear that this yeah. life is for living and going And, and one of the reasons that I, I mean, because there's always somebody else that does what you do right there's always so many other people like there's always there's other parenting coaches there's other career and life coaches out there and the reason Josh that I find myself drawn to you is that you you talk about this but also this similarly to to me that you can have children you can have small children and you can thrive you don't have to wait until they grow up and they go off to you know university or they get a job and they move out like you can live your best life you can live it now you don't have to wait until they're older yeah I wasn't prepared to wait I I decided to change my career when I watched that Amy Winehouse documentary about how her dad having a long affair and being out every evening during her teens basically she decided that she was going to go and do what she wanted and I realized then 
that I wanted to be able to work and have all the value that I got from working, but also be a really present parent that really kind of did the job that I wanted to do in that way. That was a really kind of wake up moment for me where I just realized that I wasn't prepared to wait, wait it out on either of them and I was going to make it happen. And um, I'm not a special unicorn. Like it's not hard <laughs> to do if you really kind of commit yourself to it and, and make some make some fundamentals. Well, we have two unicorns already. So <laughs> two unicorns right now and the people who are listening can also be them <laughs> we can all be unicorns all that's it. our message yeah <laughs> wow my six-year-old daughter is gonna love that message <laughs> yeah mine as well josh thank you so so much for your time oh it's been a pleasure and thank yeah you. please i'm hoping that maybe in the future we can do some other collaborations and things because uh, yes, I, I think that we could just between us and you know the people listening because this is what i love about uh, the, the cycle breakers community is that everybody is so vibrant and you know to be a cycle breaker and to be one of these people who stands up and says actually you know, do you know what I'm not going to follow the rules I'm not going to follow like you said the archaic rules that are laid down by effectively yeah let's call it what it is it's the patriarchy and it is just as damaging to men as it is to women it, it damages us all by the boxes that it, it puts us in and to smash out of those boxes whether that's the societal one or whether you're it's your you know how you were brought up and you don't want to pass that on that is a special type of courage and the community is so vibrant and we support each other and you're absolutely in the right place Josh <laughs> it's wonderful <laughs> so yeah thank well, you listen, very very great. much again oh, absolute, absolute pleasure and Let's I will make again. sure that everybody um can get in touch with you and with me in the in the show notes so thank you everybody for listening so it's bye from me and bye from me. If you've enjoyed this episode, please do make sure that you subscribe so that you get future episodes delivered to you. And I would love it if you were able to leave a review because these things really do matter. If you'd like to know more, I am going to extend a really warm invite to you to join us over on Facebook in the Cycle Breaker Parents Unite group. The links are all in the show notes and you can also find me on Instagram and Facebook.